happening coming up on staging. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. And I'm your co-host, Ryan Treasure. Welcome back from the commercial break. We're glad you all joined us. Yes, Chris was fantastic. We have next guest up. We've known for a few years now. <laughs> this young lady started with us on the Kids Channel at age 12, and we'll go over some of her uh, her uh, 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 journey along the way. So uh, Maddie Roseholler, 19 years old, is currently pursuing uh, a Bachelor of Arts in Journalism and Mass Communication with an emphasis in broadcast and multimedia alongside a digital audiences minor. She attends Arizona State University, Walter Cronkite School of Journalism, and Mass Communication in downtown Phoenix. Maddie also attends the Barrett Honors College and is a member of the National Society of Collegiate Scholars, ASU chapter. She is currently the Vice President in National new anchor for the Cronkite file at ASU. She previously graduated uh, Imagine Prep Surprise High School as valedictorian and a Grand Canyon Diploma of Recipient. Maddie Rose was formerly Miss Junior Teen Arizona, United States 2012, uh, and Miss Arizona's Outstanding Teen 2013, and Miss North Phoenix 2016 uh, through Miss America organization. As Miss North Phoenix, Maddie Rose placed second runner-up to Miss Arizona 2016, was awarded with the Miss America Scholastic Achievement Award. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Maddie Rose. Maddie, where do you find time Hello. to do other stuff <laughs> with all of those accolades? That's funny. Well, I mean, all in a day's work, I would say that it's definitely about a balance. And I'm a to-do list girl. So I love, you know, making to-do lists and having a planner and making sure I have, like, my life scheduled out. may not be to the second, but I definitely try to, you know, make some time to make sure I can cool down from doing all of that. But it's it's a lot of fun. And that I really enjoy it. That was actually such a short description of <laughs> oh, what short you've description. accomplished. Over. Thank you. Yeah, it could have went on and on and on. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey from the beginning of when you found out you wanted to be in media. Absolutely. So it's funny because when I first came to you guys and I was doing my show, The Fame Game with Maddie Rose um, on Voice America Kids, I had no clue that I wanted to do media. In uh, fact, it was just kind of a word of mouth through a friend. They were like, you know, you should really take advantage of this opportunity. It would be really great. And I was like, I don't know if I want to speak on the microphone or do this or, you know, even be in the media. It was never really on my radar at that right, time. Right. But sure enough, I really fell in love with, you know, interviewing everybody, which was truly the concept of my show is having a new person on mm -hmm. every single week seeing what their walk of life is and seeing why they have a little bit of fame in them and I think I fell in love with that aspect and it truly allowed me to develop an affinity for storytelling which is why I find myself now at ASU Walter Cronkite pursuing my 
BA in journalism and mass communications, right. doing broadcasts and multimedia. So it's the absolute perfect fit, and it, it's been great. Hey, you notice how smooth she is behind the mic? No, she's good. It's she's like, really good. Natural. No, I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you bring, up, you bring up an interesting point when you talk about um, kind of the storytelling aspect. When Jeff and I were at NAB uh, last week, that was really literally the, the the precipice of every piece of media entertainment and technology that everybody's doing from social media to you know um, television shows to you know anything that anybody's doing online or on television it's all about you know being able to lay out and, and tell a story in a manner where you can connect with the audience and if you can um, if you can master that component of broadcasting that's what leads to stuff like awards and Emmys and you know all of the things that you see um, some of the really big broadcasters who've been on television for 30 40 years you know that's why they're so good at what they do with their ability to tell for stories sure. so keep continuing down that path absolutely um, you're already really good at it so I'm looking forward to seeing where it's gonna go yes what's been what's been most challenging to you up to date challenging up to date um, I mean, it's kind of all with that balancing act again. Mm -hmm. There's so many things going on and you want to center like 110% of your energy into something. And it's kind of like you don't know what to choose, you know? So you do have to make sure that there's time to, you know, put your efforts in everything that you're trying to accomplish. So for me, that was trying to maintain my GPA at ASU Walter Cronkite, you know, still take (laughs) advantage of, you know, being involved with some of those student-led organizations like the Cronkite File. And then on top of that, too, one of my biggest dreams has been since I was Miss Arizona's Outstanding Teen was to continue on in the Miss America organization. So that's where I started last year, my journey with, you know, trying to become Miss Arizona. And although I didn't win, I mean, it just pushed me even farther to try and reach that goal as Miss Peoria this year. So it's all Now, you are involved so deep. I remember the day we had the auditions and you showed up. Your family has been behind you. Every time I see you, you always have your family with you. Mm-hmm. How inspirational, how motivational is your family to what you've accomplished? Well, I think it's very important to have a supportive family, and, and not just a supportive family, but when you choose to involve people in your mm-hmm. life, you have to choose the right people. And I right. think if you don't have people that are supportive of you and understand the lifestyle that you live, it's really hard for them to you know kind of be involved. So it is absolutely important. I think that it's one of those things when you need a little pick-me-up, like they're there for you you know like no you know what take a little stress pill it's all good like you're fine you can do this sometimes you need that motivation in life but overall it's been really great absolutely do i think you know everybody needs a motivation in in their life to pick me up you know when Mm -hmm. you have family they're always behind you no matter what happens Sure, it's that so, pat me on the back <laughs> type, exactly of, right, type of effect. Right. And sometimes it just takes mom or dad to do that. So sure. that's a good thing. So tell me a little bit about the Cronkite file. What What is your role? What are you doing with the Cronkite file? So initially when I started the Cronkite file, uh, I was interested in doing it strictly because of the broadcasting aspect mm-hmm. of it. I really wanted to get my feet wet just as I've gotten my feet wet for six sure. years here at Voice America doing radio. It's new because now you, you have to be involved on camera, not just the vocal aspect of it behind the microphone. So I wanted to get my feet wet with doing that and they offered me a position of a national news anchor because one of my main focuses at Cronkite as a journalist is that I want to focus on general news. So I thought that that was the perfect opportunity. So I went ahead and did it. um, And I did that for, I would say a few months. And then right after that, there was an open opportunity that they were wanting to switch out somebody for a vice presidency 
because the current um, president and vice president are going to be moving up as seniors. And, you know, you want to take advantage of those professional programs, all those opportunities. opportunities. So I totally understand. um, But it was a great opportunity for me, of course. And I jumped at it and I was like, oh, I'll do it. I'm the chosen one. Pick me. (laughs) You know, I was like, I'm not afraid of this board. Let me do it. (laughs) It's just, you know, it seems like media, be it radio, TV, I can even see you in the future, maybe acting, doing other things. Do you have what's what's next? I mean, what do you want to accomplish? What's your ultimate goal? Well, my ultimate goal with my degree is that I want to go ahead and be a broadcast journalist, um, but not just a broadcast journalist, but my ultimate. Um, career aspiration is to be a news anchor again with general Mm -hmm. news and I understand that it is a ladder system to get there it's not going to be something that they're like right out of college they're like oh anchor this show like that typically doesn't happen that'd be really lucky if that did Um, but I know I want to start out as like a field reporter or a multimedia journalist and kind of do that and I've taken multimedia journalism classes and been exposed to some of the innovations at the Cronkite School Mm -hmm. and I really fell in love with that aspect too which is why I added on that digital audiences minor because I just I love social media I love engaging people that way too like Ryan was saying it's it's so important to kind of involve those two aspects and in today's industry it's so so important absolutely and i feel like i would be more marketable that way as well so of course i took the opportunity and why not it's part of the scholarship everything (laughs) everything in media entertainment and technology is driven by you know audience analytics and so you know having that minor in you know in the audiences i think is important because it'll help you to not only understand the broadcast component of what you do but also the the why right and and how people are connecting and if what you're saying or what you're reporting on is being consumed because obviously we know that ratings drive everything for television and and most other internet uh, broadcasts as yep. well you know but understanding the audience is important because then you're able to cater your storytelling towards that audience to make sure that they're able to you know uh, you're able to articulate something they can understand absolutely and you never know when there's going to be like, you know, another professional opportunity that comes your way. Like, how about if somebody from a company was like, hey, you know how to do all this great stuff with social media and like SEOs and, and all this back end work. Why don't you come and be like a director of communications for our company? I'm, sh- I'm sure I wouldn't pass that down. You know, that sounds like a pretty fantastic opportunity. So I'm just mindful that some of these extra skills and abilities will help take me further in my career. You have, I mean, you're young, you're only 19 years old, you have so much ahead of you. Uh, what if I was a TV producer or a movie producer and I came up and said, great, you know what, I saw you uh, on TV, you look great, I watch you in my movie, would you take the shot? I mean, hey, it's another opportunity <laughs> to expand your portfolio, right? So I would I would probably take it. And I used to do a little bit of acting as well. Right. Um, I mean, I'm still singing through the Miss America organization because that is my talent. But other than that, I mean, it's just all kind of full circle, if right. you know what I'm saying. Everything that you I've done in take my your life. Steps. Yeah, it has allowed me yeah. to become who I am today, which is really exciting to know that I started from just singing and acting to then going into broadcasting to then doing pageantry and then a mixture of all of it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Now, you've obviously got a lot of things going on, and we talked about you starting with us on the Kids Channel back in 2012. Since then, you've outgrown the Kids Channel, and we have a spot for you on the Women's Channel. Um, What's going on uh, with that 
that piece? With that piece, I mean, I would be interested to talk more about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, when I first started ASU Walter Cronkite, I, I took a little break yeah. because I wanted to go ahead and dive into that broadcast side. I had to get my feet wet and kind of take that experience. But I've learned that, you know, all these opportunities add up to really great rewards. Sure. And I think that every aspect of communications and media does counter one another. Um, so yeah, if I, I did have a show on the Voice America Women's Channel in the near future, I think that would be an exciting opportunity and may even lead to some exciting destinations down the road. Cool. You don't even know, but your show's already there. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. It's, yeah. Already yeah. It's, it's already there. Oh, I'm ready to go. Yeah, we're just waiting for uh, uh, some more the interviews ahead, to come down the, the pipe. Yeah, you, 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 you do your thing, you let me know. <laughs> All right, sounds good. <laughs> so what's next? What's uh, what's next in the uh, the Maddie Rose Holler uh, journey? Well, this summer, this is my latest and biggest piece. I, I just finished my semester at ASU, um, the Barrett Honors College and Cronkite side right. of things. I'm about to submit my last honors essay in the next few hours, so... Oh, Luck will be with me. Right. <laughs> in the next few hours, and um, hey, well, at least you still have your weekend. Oh day, yeah, right? no, absolutely. Yeah, I'm done after this. Just kidding. it's a big day today. Going. Finding your frequency, getting your uh, your project in. All right. Yeah, I'm a multitasking there girl. I'm so I about it. it. But it. this summer, I'm going to be competing for Miss Arizona again. And as you stated yeah, in the beginning, um, I placed second runner-up last year. I was yep. the youngest in the top. So your three. chances are good. I hope so. I yeah, mean, you never know. <laughs> it's very sub pageants are very subjective because it's different judges, different days. That's the phrase that everybody oh. should be in the know about is different judges, different days, because you never know what they're looking for. I mean, obviously, you know, the values of the Miss America system and, you know, you want that well-rounded girl. But sometimes other people just appeal better in that moment. And that's OK, because even though I didn't win last year, sure. I've been able to use this year to grow so much and I feel that much more prepared. And if I get one shot at Miss America... I mean, I gotta Absolutely. do what I can to try to make it to the <laughs> top. You're there. gonna be you're gonna be being looked at. You know, maybe different days, different you know sure. uh, eyes, but they're gonna remember. Okay, Maddie was second runner up last year, or runner up last year. Let's keep an eye on this girl. So. You're going to have some kind of advantage. Well, no doubt. thank you. I Absolutely. appreciate it. I, I'm so excited to be able to showcase all that I've worked on throughout the year. Yeah. And I mean, it's not just about the wardrobe, but intellectually, really. I mean, I've gone of through course. a year of college now. Um, because of where I am in my degree, I'm going into like my junior year, and I've just I've had so many more experiences under my belt. It's been great. You're totally in the growth years. How, how long have you been at ASU? I've only been at ASU one year, so I graduated <laughs> high school. <laughs> I graduated high school with that's a year why, of college. I, I, yeah, I know yeah, that like didn't junior. like add up. You're Did like, what's year? going on? Yeah, that, that's Maddie right there. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, exactly absolutely. how special Maddie is. Uh, <laughs> three years of college. Goes on three years of college in one year. <laughs> Doesn't awesome. that how that works? It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, you know, I couldn't do that. Uh, you know what? I didn't want to talk about that. <laughs> That's not my cup of tea. To-do list. When I find something, <laughs> I, I will go for it. But uh, I don't have a list this big. My list is this big. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. So do you, do you like actually write your to-do list down, or have you found a cool app or, uh, or some kind of cool technology to manage your to-do list? Okay, so I've tried apps <laughs> with, like, there's, like, this reminders thing on the iPhone. It's not my favorite thing in the world, I'll be honest with you. I've also tried, like, the My Homework app, where, like, I tried to, like, color coordinate everything. Also <laughs> not my thing. A typical, like, notepad, a pen, to-do list, 
check it off or like a planner. I don't know. I've gotten really into like happy planners because so, I think they're really inspirational. So, so, I, so I, I use that's that. funny that you bring that up because I'm exactly the same way on my to-do list where I like I tried to find some digital ways to do that an app on my phone and you know what it's I not the same. You know what I ended up? I found a really cool app. It's called Color Note. Oh, right. And okay. it, it literally is just like a piece of paper. You just type it in there. It's got little boxes on it. So then as you go by, you click it. It checks that's it off so and, cool. and lines it out for you. <laughs> but it keeps a historical record of it for you too. So you have all of this digital data on all of your to-do list. So if you're like, what did I do last? week and you can go back and look at it it's awesome ryan That's loves so all cool. the toys and all the gizmos <laughs> and all that uh we got the mevo going here and he's sitting he's playing with the camera and angles and it's switching different faces this is something we just started playing with what uh two weeks ago yep yeah so you know he's all digging it and he's in here plugging in and he's got it all <laughs> hooked up i mean apps are so cool stuff. yeah this app is literally um a single app that runs that camera which is a 4k camera wow it has a, a wide field of view and it's able to you know isolate specific like parts of the shot to make it look like it's a multi-camera but it's being done with one camera so like in my and in the app right now you have a shot Jeff has a shot, I have a shot, and then we have a shot as a wide. That's so, so I'm able cool. to kind of cycle through that. So, yeah, we've been playing with it. it. We're, cool we took it on the road with us to NAB, and uh, the people who created the camera, Mevo, by live stream, were at NAB watching our videos of their camera at NAB. It was really cool. So then they came over and were like, hey, you guys are the ones using our camera the whole time. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it as, was really as cool. we're pushing their product. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to take we'll note of that. a sponsor <laughs> for us, so that's pretty good. Well, Maddie, you know what? I want to thank you for being on the show today. It's always a pleasure to see you, my niece. I call it my niece. So. Um, so it was a pleasure to have you here today. And sometime in the future, maybe we can have you on again. Uh, but thanks for coming down today. Thanks for being here live in person. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. It's of been course. really exciting to be back on the air. And let's talk about the Women's Channel. Yes, we will. Let's get you started again. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in to Finding Your Frequency right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Finding Your Frequency Net. And of course, all over Twitter at Radio Ryan 1 at Jeff Spinney 2. Take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back right after these messages. Finding Your Frequency live. 